Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Finding Your Joy. Oh, boy, am I happy to share a, a fellow KKNW host with you today. She is going to be so inspiring, and we are going to have so much fun today. I have with us Sunny Joy McMillan. She is a recovering attorney and a practicing master life coach who hosts Sunny in Seattle. I love it. <laughs> a weekly radio show that airs on Fridays on KKNW 1150 AM. She is also the author of the Amazon bestseller, Unhitched, Unlock Your Courage and Clarity and Unstick Your Bad Marriage. Oh, I love it. I love it, Sunny. First off, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much, Paula. I've been looking forward to talking to you. Yes, yes, I have been counting the days. Tell us a, a bit about your background, Sunny, and what brought you to where you're at, hosting a radio show, writing bestseller books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thanks. Um, so I was an attorney. I know you read in my bio, I'm a recovering attorney. So um, I will just say, and I think for KKW listeners, this may resonate, you know, um, I was not in my right life. And I realized that through the writing of Dr. Martha Beck. And I was just so taken with her writing and her organization that um, when I knew that I needed to transition out of law and I was not in the right life on all accounts, my marriage, my profession, um, where I was living, all of the above, Martha's writing really catalyzed me out of that life. And um, I ended up because I wanted to stay close to her organization, going to her life coach training program, even though I hadn't set out to become a life coach, but I found that um, I just fell in love with all of the neuroscience and the positive psychology, and I really liked working with people. And so um, one of the things that they told us in that program, which I thought was so amazing, was when you decide to go hang your shingle and become a coach, um, if you're kind of not lost, but you're looking for where, what kind of niche you want to do. How do you want to help people? Um, they said, go to your hell and back. And where have you been to hell and gotten out that you can help other people who are still in hell get out? And so for me, that was my journey through deciding to leave my marriage and um, going through the process of divorce and uh, the healing and the hope that came on the other side of it. And that's, that's really how I came to do the work I'm doing. And, and my program um, is focused, uh, the, my radio program on KKW is just focused on mind, body, spirit, wellness, which is my happy place. <laughs> it's learning about that, helping others know more about it. Oh, I love it. We are energy sisters. I love right. it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wonderful. And we're so lucky to have you sharing all of that. Well, thank you. Oh, and, and what a shift from attorney to life coach. That's not something you hear every day. <laughs> yeah, and it, it wasn't something that I could have called. It's that, what is that Steve Jobs quote that he gave at that commencement address about you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backward. And now it makes perfect sense to me. The breadcrumbs arrived and appeared for me to follow. Um, and I was willing to follow them because I was very unhappy in my old life. Um, and yeah, I, I laugh about it now because if I'm being completely honest, honest, I honest, I didn't go, I didn't go to 
had a really low self-worth and I thought if I had a graduate degree in a profession that, you know, my parents and peers respected that it would make me feel better. And ultimately I found, um, that's not where we get our self-worth from. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, it's, it's been a journey of, um, finding my self-worth through my connection with source and through, um, a lot of, uh, healing and self-love. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I would like to begin, I would like to begin in your topic of your book that, you know, in your title, unlock your courage. Oh, that, that is not easy to do for so many, in so many areas. So give us some of the, the prime messages that you, you came across about that in your book. Yes. Well, so the, the full title of the book is called Unhitched, Unlock Your Courage and Clarity and Unstick Your Bad Marriage. And um, unlocking the courage is the biggest component, I think, <laughs> because um, for many years, I think that on a very deep level, I knew what I needed to do. And I often tell clients, um, you're not confused. You're just afraid of the action you know you must take. And I knew the action I needed to take. <laughs> right do you relate to that Paul <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah so um the courage component what I often tell people and I found this to be true in my life as well as that of my clients is the fear is part and parcel of being human the you're going to feel the fear and it's just like the book says, feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, I thought maybe if I waited long enough, I wouldn't be afraid anymore. And I just don't believe that that's true. Um, so it's a matter of stepping through the fear and unlocking the courage. And I personally unlocked the courage by tuning out all the external noise, the parents who said divorce was not an option or the peers who said, oh my gosh, you can't leave that life behind. Look at all that you know you and your ex-husband created. Why would you want to let all that go? Um, and, and instead, you know, turning out all that external noise and instead going inside, tuning in to my own inner voice, which I hadn't always listened to. I hadn't been taught how to access it and how to listen to it. But once I got connected to that intuition or that, in, that inner wisdom, that right there gave me the knowing, the clarity, and the courage to step outside of this life that I created that I knew was not reflective of who I really was, my most essential self. Yes, yes. Would you say, you know, many, much of the time we can want to make a move and be in fear and think we have to wait until we're not afraid anymore. Yeah. But I love what you say, step through the fear, out of the fear. That's a fantastic approach. Because many yeah. times we just say, well, when I'm not fearful anymore, I can do it. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to happen in my experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, our brains... The way our brains have evolved and are wired, it doesn't really like change. Um, you know, it wants us to stay where we are. Even if where we are is only tolerable, or even if we are isn't even healthy, often there is this resistance to change and a lot of fear because we don't know what's on the other side. But the thing, you know, Paula, one of the biggest components also that I didn't mention a moment ago, but because it's KKNW, I know I can. Um, I used to 
white knuckle death grip create this reality that I thought that would make me happy? You know, the, the, the fancy job or the money in the bank account, all that kind of stuff. And, and when I learned, you know, that didn't make me happy. I finally, it was, I was exasperated and I kind of just threw my hands up and went, okay, I'm just going to pretend that it's a benevolent universe that I am, as all these people are saying, divinely supported and that the help will appear if I show up. And so I jumped and the net did appear and I found that it is an incredibly benevolent universe and that every time I felt a bit lost, a breadcrumb would appear for me to follow. And it was the next synchronistic step leading me to where we sit today talking. You know, that's such an inspiration for so many of us that may be stuck in a situation and, you know, not knowing how to make the steps and the moves, your experiences. So in the book, do you share, tell us a bit about some of the messages you share as, you know, for someone thinking, I really need this help. What are they going to experience reading your book? Well, the book actually mirrors my coaching process. And it's, um, you know, it, we go, I spend eight weeks with my clients generally, and we walk step by step through tuning in to your inner wisdom to get the clarity around what you want to do in the relationship. Uh, once you know the action, the scary action often that you know you must take, how to have the courage to do it, how to uh, tune out the fearful thoughts that say you're going to be alone forever. You'll never be able to support yourself. Um, and then tuning into also your connection to something greater so that you have the support of the benevolent universe on your side. And if you do decide, um, you know, in the title, it says unstick your bad marriage. Unstick doesn't necessarily and always mean divorce. It can mean just getting out of stagnation. And I tell you, Paula, my opinion on this, um, just to back up a little bit, um, you know, in 2009, the Dalai Lama said that the Western woman is going to change the world. And in my opinion, we can't change the world when we are at home with a stagnant or energy draining relationship. To me, our home life should at a bare minimum be energy neutral. Ideally, it should recharge us. But I see time and time again, these women who come through my office who have these huge missions, big work to do in the world. And I'm not saying like becoming the next Oprah. I'm just saying being a light in a dark office space, basically. But they cannot do the work that they came here to do because 90% of their energy is being sucked into these relationships that are not healthy. You don't have to leave necessarily, but you've got to do something to change it so that you can do what you came to do here in the world. <laughs> That's true, because an unhealthy relationship, it does, it drains you. Yeah, yeah, and it, I, my, I was married to a good man. Um, we were together for 12 years, but I will say from day one, we were like kerosene and fire. There was a high level of conflict in our home on both sides, and I don't, you know, who knows if it's past life stuff we're still working through, or if it's just the combination of our communication styles or something, you know, else entirely, but whatever it was, 
there was nothing about my home life that was ever peaceful. Yeah, we had plenty of money and we had a life that looked good from the outside, but internally it was, it was exhausting. And I found that I didn't have the energy for much else other than maybe to drink, to numb what was going on in my marriage. Um, and it, it just, it reached a point where I realized if I'm going to do something more meaningful with my life, my relationship is not supporting that. And so we had a number of, you know, years of counseling. We had separate and individual, separate and combined therapy, and we just couldn't seem to make it work. And so to me, the decision that was in the highest and best interest of our, of us both was getting divorced. And I will tell you, while I had huge fears around that, Paula, um, it was the best decision that I could have made for my life. Um, I, I would not be sitting here with you today. I wouldn't have the book that was published, you know, that we're talking about had I not taken the scary leap to change the stagnant situation that was really sucking me dry. Yeah. Yeah. And stagnant, that's, that's a great term because that is what you can find yourself in, especially in a draining abusive relationship and and people can you know there's probably times where you know a person just gives up and says this is what it is and yes they need that courage so you work with people do is that people locally sunny or can people from across the country around the world work with you to help themselves with this Yes, yes. And I, I will answer that. And I just, I do want to clarify real quickly, Paula, I don't consider my, my particular marriage to be abusive. We were high conflict, like we both were at each other's throats. But I also, I just want to make sure that I'm honoring my ex-husband and he was not an abuser. <laughs> we just fought a lot, loudly all the time. <laughs> Two attorneys just constantly duking it out like we were in court all the time. <laughs> but, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to answer your question, yes, I work with women around the country. Um, I do have quite a few clients here in Seattle. I'm sitting in my little office for people who do like to meet in person. But I think that's one thing, I don't know about you, but with coaching, it seems, um, you know, you really only need a headset and a phone and, or maybe an internet connection if you use Zoom, um, which is really nice because that gives me the ability to work with women and men anywhere. Um, yeah, the book is definitely written as a love letter to my former self. So it's more in a female voice geared toward females. The tools still work for men, and I love working with men, too. It's just the book was more written specifically for women. You, you just crack me up, and I have, I have to share being married to an attorney. I learned many years ago, <laughs> do not try to win an argument. It's like you're in court. I just, <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> too, funny. too funny. I know it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, we're going to pop out for just a quick moment for a break, but Sonny and I will be right back. Are you an athlete who wants to expand on your current sports performance or struggling to regain your athletic abilities following a brain or body injury? Seattle's On Point Performance Neurotraining offers the latest technology and science-based therapies to heal active minds and bodies. Just ask one of their clients who just received an Olympic bronze medal. Stop into their office at 4000 Aurora Avenue North, Suite 208, or find more information at onpointneuro.com. That's onpointneuro.com. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Hi, everyone. 
welcome back. If you're just popping in, I'm here with Sunny Joy McMillan, who is an amazing radio host, fellow host of mine on 1150 KKNW, and best uh, seller uh, book author. She's amazing. And what we're chatting about is her book, Unhitched, Unlock Your Courage and Clarity and Unstick Your Bad Marriage. And she's just sharing so many great things. And I'd like to jump right back into that, Sunny. For, and, you know, it can be different issues with a marriage. It's, it's not just abusive. It, it can be just night and day personalities. Yes. So what do you do when you have that and you're thinking, well, we're miserable. We just don't see things the same. But can I leave? I mean, anytime you want to leave a relationship, you do feel guilt as well, don't you think? Oh, absolutely, Paula. And I will be the first to say that's been a huge part of my healing process because, um, and I, I wrote an author's note at the beginning of the book specifically for this because my ex-husband, unlike me, would still be in the trenches duking it out. And that was his wish. He was not, uh, he did not support the decision to get divorced and he still wouldn't to this day. Now I will say, spoiler alert, we get along better now than we ever did while we were married. Um, we don't share children. Um, but, uh, we still talk every other week or so. I see him when I visit Austin and I can say, uh, it took us the time and the distance and lots of forgiveness and amends to get to this place. But when we were going through it, he did not want a divorce. And it's one of those things I was raised in a fundamentalist Christian um, upbringing. And the phrase divorce is not an option was thrown around very liberally, not necessarily within my specific home, but within the churches and this, the, the youth groups and the Sunday schools where I spent a lot of time. And so to live in a time where we do now, where we don't get married for necessity, you know, we're not married because we're trying to, you know, like the aristocracy and, you know, the middle ages or something passing wealth through, we're not doing this to keep a farm going necessarily. We live in a time and a place where we get to pick our partner. I mean, partner, it's supposed to be someone who you're joined and can support each other. And so I take perhaps what some may view as a very selfish perspective, but I do believe we have the right to be happy in our relationships. I do believe that we pick our partnerships to fulfill our lives, not out of obligation or rules. So it, to, to come back to your original question, to make the decision to leave a marriage when it's not abusive, when there's not adultery, when there's not addiction or any of the ones that I was told growing up that were okay outs, um, to make the decision just, this isn't good enough for me, I deserve more. It's a scary, scary decision to make, but ultimately I found that it was the most fulfilling and the right decision for me. And I'm so glad that I did it. That said, yeah, I still carry guilt. And I have a little reminder on my phone that goes off every morning at 7 a.m. that says, grace, not guilt. Everything is forgiven. And so I'm still doing my work around that. But, you know, that was one of the, what would you call it, collateral damages was, um, you know, knowing that I would have to work through some of that. But that's part of the journey. That's part of the spiritual awakening that I think, was here to teach me how to have grace for myself. Yes. 
Oh, that is beautiful, Sunny. You know, that's because we can, we can carry so much with us, but really when we, if we leave a relationship that we just feel is holding us down, we are not happy. And you can say, I love myself and I deserve happiness and peace. What that can unlock when you do free yourself from that, you know, oh, the peace and yeah. joy. Yeah. I, I started just, it was like a mantra that I repeated over and over. It was just peace, 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 because I needed that. And that is what found me. Um, and that I was blessed with. And, you know, Paula, it's funny because I think from a human perspective, marriage has, well, marriage has changed so much. I mean, I think the only constant about marriage is the institution has changed since the very beginning over and over and over again. Um, but if you back off to like the cosmic perspective, I mean, even beyond the 50,000 foot view, um, there's a quote from Martha Beck that says, a marriage can succeed as a soul adventure, even if it doesn't last forever. And I think the idea that a marriage should last forever is a human construct. We've done that. And when you look at it from a soul perspective, oh my gosh, my ex-husband was one of my biggest teachers. I have grown so much as a person by virtue of our conflict and then our forgiveness and amends to where we are now. And it was absolutely an incredible soul adventure that I wouldn't trade for the world. But in my personal opinion, the highest and best interest was for us to part ways. I, I don't know that I would, I think my life, and I'm being very serious when I say this, and it's more of just an intuitive hunch. I don't think I would have stayed on this planet to 80 or 90 if I'd stayed in that marriage. I do believe I would have left this planet probably in my 60s just because of the level of conflict and the toll that that can take. And, and I, I don't believe there would have been any growth in that, just staying and duking it out for another 30 years. Yes, because that, the conflict and the negativity can affect us physically. I agree. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the research on longevity, cortisol, which of course is the stress hormone that's released when we go into fight or flight. And if you're in constant conflict with your significant other, um, then you're constantly in that cortisol releasing just even if it's just a low level of stress that right there uh, uh, What do you call it shortens your telomeres, you know, and that's the thing that on our on our DNA keeps us things replicating, you know So I mean it will take literally it will take years off of your life Yeah, and that's really something you need to think about when you're making this decision of what steps to take yeah, absolutely. And I mean, even if you do live a very long life, do you want to live it tolerably or do you want to live it at high performance, at optimum? And I didn't know that optimum was going to be on the other side of it, but my pain had exceeded the fear of the unknown. And um, I'm quite glad that it did because then it opened up where we are today. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's such wise words, Sunny. Oh, and I can imagine the lives you're changing and, and what you're doing. I, I would like you to take a moment to share with everyone your website information, how they can contact you to work with you, or how they can order your book. Yes, absolutely. So um, as of the time that we're recording this interview, 
I do not have print copies of the book in hand, but I will in June. And I love giving free copies of the book away. I do have the Kindle version and ebook version now. So if anyone would like a free copy of the book, it would be my pleasure to send one or to, to gift you one. Um, and the best way to contact me and to find out more is to go to my website, which is goldenoversoul.com. That's goldenoversoul.com. And I have my email address there. I have a contact form, more information. And um, yeah, that's, that's the best way to get in touch and request a free book if it sounds like something you or a loved one um, would like to have. I love it. I love it. And for those out there who are listening today and these, these powerful words that you're sharing, you know, they can then contact you work with you and help them possibly see a new path and, and see a new perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, again, I just want to, you know, emphasize that unsticking a bad marriage doesn't necessarily mean ending it. Um, a lot of the tools that I include in my process and are in the book are the ones that I used with my ex-husband to get to the place of forgiveness and amends. And I mean, oh my gosh, if it could happen for us, it could happen for just about anyone. And, uh, Unfortunately, you know, we didn't really, I didn't have those tools when we were in the marriage. Um, and I'm not saying I still believe we're better off not as romantic partners, but those tool, tools can be used for my clients and for others while they're still in the marriage with great results. So they can help even if you don't think that divorce is something that you want to pursue. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's what I was just uh, thinking about because these tools can help you and change the dynamics of a marriage and improve a marriage. And they can also help someone possibly with where there can't be change, making a change they need to make. But really these tools are just good basics. Would you say? I, yeah, these are, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. In any relationship, these can be just great basic tools. Yes. I, I, I have found these, you know, I use many of these same tools in a variety of circumstances. They fit really well within a relationship setting, but absolutely, Paula. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, getting in touch with your inner wisdom can apply in any situation, not just in a relationship. And having courage works everywhere. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. And, you know, it is, I, I personally believe the people that come into our lives we were meant to meet and you know there's no coincidences and there are many times we are in a relationship with someone romantically friendship or family where we are in that relationship to kind of learn a lesson or help each other in some way it doesn't mean you stay with that person forever or it you know maybe something that you go through but i do think there's a purpose in things I absolutely agree. And I, you know, again, since we're on KK and W, I don't mind saying, I really think that we sign up for this before we ever incarnate for the purpose of soul growth and for exploring various potentials and scenarios. And from that perspective, everything that happened in my life with my ex-husband to me was in divine right timing and in the divine right order. You know, I know we still have free will as humans. That's the fun thing about this planet we're on, but um, I just, I believe the choices that we made were in the highest and best interest of both of us. Yeah, I, I, I am right there with you, Sunny. And that can be from a relationship with, with a parent or a relative, or I mean, 
I think before we're even born, there's, there's things we choose. We choose these connections and where we're born. It's really all very fascinating, isn't it? Oh, I can't wait to get to the other side and be like, oh, okay, here are all the missing puzzle pieces or the things we didn't understand or wow, human brain couldn't even comprehend that. So woohoo, now we can see it all. <laughs> I use a term, you know, what you would call my higher self. I use the term soul planner. That gives me and takes me from one lifetime to the next my soul planner and yes. you know it's it's really fascinating and fun to think about and you can even think okay okay I've gone through this challenge I've had this why why there must be a reason and even though things can be a seem like this huge challenge but this challenge may be to open something up that I didn't even dream was possible and take me to a whole new level and when you think of challenges in that way it it can almost be exciting what is this going to bring into my life exactly yeah and you you just you have no idea um that i had a coach once and i know this is pretty common among people who do law of attraction and manifestation and things but she always used to say this or something better and in my experience it has been something better when i give up the, the white knuckle control of the reins and see what appears before me. And I'm not saying I don't have challenges, I don't have fears along the way, absolutely. But I will say the adventure of my life has just amped up on steroids since I stepped away from the safety and the comfort of that old life. Oh, Sunny, you have been such a pleasure. I am so grateful. We have about one minute left. What last words do you want to say to everybody? Oh, just whatever the joy is or the calling is in your heart, follow it. Even if it doesn't make sense to the people around you or your family of origin, follow your heart. And I have not been disappointed yet, so I hope you won't be either. <laughs> Thank you, Sunny. Love, hugs, and blessings. And everybody out there, love, hugs, and blessings.